All right, we'll get back to more here in the Turning Points uh, universe. I'm Jake Turner, and now joining me on the line here, he is the co-host of the syndicated across the country. You can find him everywhere on Dickerson and Hood. He has his own show on ESPN 1000. He is host of SiriusXM NBA Radio and color commentator for the University of Illinois Chicago Flames basketball. He is Jonathan Hood. Jonathan Hood, it's Jake Turner from Turning Points. How are you doing? I'm well, Jake. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I mean, with all those jobs, how do you find time for yourself just alone? Are you just in a room by yourself, phone off? I mean, (laughs) what's the story? Uh, I mean, I I think you come to find out in our business that sleep is overrated. (laughs) Um, And I think that, you know, it's not really work. It's just, it's doing what I love. And, uh, you know, I've been blessed to be able to have a multiple platforms to do a lot of different things. So, you know, I'm having a lot of fun. It's uh, really rewarding. Yeah, you should see this. You should see him on Twitter. I mean, he's he's unbelievable. And you can find him at, at tweet, uh, tweet J Hood. He's also a big-time Georgia Bulldogs fan, but I digress. we got to jump into the Chicago sports here, though, Jonathan. I mean, the sports world in Chicago has been as frigid as the weather right now. The Bulls are terrible. The Bears are on the road against the Bengals. But here's some good news. The Cubs went and got Tyler Chatwood. Uh, three years, $38 million, kind of a cheap deal. What's your thoughts here, especially with Jim Hickey now coming in as pitching coach for the Cubs? Well, I think that from the Shadwood standpoint, it's just kind of a kind of a wait and see situation. You can see from the contract that he signed for three years, thirty-eight million. It's one of those things where um, you know he's coming off a of Tommy John surgery from a couple of years ago. Uh, if nothing else, he could be a fifth starter for the Cubs, and you know you want to have all hands on deck as, as much as possible. I think that. From a Cubs standpoint, you want to be able to have uh, a number of guys that you, you can depend on that starting rotation. The Cubs need two of them, so if they get themselves a front line, big money starter uh, to fill in Jake Arrieta's spot. Now you have uh, this uh, young man who has been up and down. His numbers, if you look at him, Jake, it's it's much better on the road because mm-hmm. at home, of course, by a course field, uh, that could be a, a major issue for anybody's ERA. So. I just think they're taking a flyer on someone that Theo said that he was a big fan of a few years ago. And so now he's in the Cubs fold, and so we'll see what happens. As far as Jim Hickey is concerned, as the pitching coach, um, you know, there was a disconnect uh, between Chris Basio and Joe Madden. Come to find out about that. Wow. Um, and you saw on the bullpen last year in the, in the playoffs, mm. you know, there was a lot of walks by the Cubs. And I think that a lot of that fell on, on Basio, unfortunately. Uh, I think there were some pitchers there with the Cubs that may have had some issues with Basio. And this is coming off, by the way, a, a World Series championship. So you know, even though you know it's a great celebration for the Cubs, everything was not necessarily rosy with the Cubs last year. And so that's why no, the change was made. And also, it gave someone that uh, Joe Madden knows. So uh, I think that that's... Um, that, that could be harmonious for Madden because he's we work with Hickey, someone that you work with in Tampa. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think Tyler Chatwood, it's kind of a, a deal on the cheap. I mean, you're right. I mean, he was 8-15 in 2017. He has a career of 40-46. and 46, But, uh, you know, from what we were hearing from the Rockies, I mean, they really liked him. And I think, you know, with Theo Epstein at the helm, it's pretty good. Let's jump to the Bears here for a second. 12 and 32. That's the record underneath Ryan Pace and head coach John Fox. Okay. Now they got Cincinnati coming up. They're not going to have Fontes perfect. They're not going to have Joe Mixon. But something interesting happened over the week. Olin Krutz, Bears legend, thinks that David Shaw 
head coach for Stanford University would be a good fit. What's your take on this whole thing that's about to come down here uh, in the next few weeks? Well, I think that there's going to be a time where, where John Fox will be let go as head coach of the Bears. I think that that's something that is um, pretty evident. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that the Bears actually could have let quit. him go after Sunday's game. Um, I think that that's something that they could have easily done, but uh, Fox may last the season. Um, I, I, I'm one, and I said this the other night on my radio show, that I I don't necessarily give all uh, the blame to John Fox because this is an organizational Absolutely. Class, I think that big time fans look at what's on the sidelines and look at the players and blame what they see on TV, but I think that if you can look a little higher and look at, look at, um, look at the general manager, um, I think that that's something that you got to look at because he's the one who hired John Fox. He's the one who's able to draft these players. So I think it's an organizational failure. It's not just Fox. So um, Shaw's a good name. There's a number of other offensive coordinators that the Bears should be looking at. Uh, Frank Reich is a, a really good. Uh, was a good that would be a good one. Day and also, I'm sorry. That would be a good one. Uh, offensive coordinator for the Eagles. Yes. Yeah, um, as well as uh, a few others. So I think that there's some, some definitely some offensive coordinators, including Josh McDaniels, who I think deserves a second opportunity. Um, that did, um, that, that I think that should be given a strong look by the Bears because you need to have someone that has offensive chops and there's a number of guys that be looking for a job. He's Jonathan Hood, co-host of the syndicated across the country, Dickerson and Hood, and also the Jonathan Hood Show on ESPN 1000. He has a plethora of jobs here but the one thing that he is the biggest fan of and he has a picture of this on twitter okay this is the craziest thing he is a gigantic georgia bulldogs fan what was going through your mind when they beat down auburn like they did in the sec championship just pure elation because i think that uh, georgia has been the bridesmaid for such a long time jake and i think that you know to finally break through with the sec championship is, is huge um you know, you think about Alabama being the favorite over the last decade plus, um, especially while Nick Saban has been there. And then for Georgia to finally break through in the post, um, in, this, in this particular era, you know, it, it's really a positive. You know, Mark Rick was a very good coach for a long time, but you could never get over the hump. And now you look at this situation, you have a freshman quarterback to take from. You have well, that five kid. running backs on the roster that can be able to really pay dividends for the team. And I think that, you know, this is just a, a great moment now for Georgia football going in the right direction. Would you agree with me that this Oklahoma-Georgia game is not going to be a slam dunk for Baker Mayfield, that this could be a really good defensive battle for Georgia to try and shut down Baker a little bit? Well, I think that it's... Um, it's an interesting dichotomy because you have the you have an offense in Oklahoma that Georgia's never seen, but yet Oklahoma has not seen a defense like Georgia. So it's it, it, it'll be very interesting to see how that's going to develop. I think that you know I think that Oklahoma for some are favored because of what Baker Mayfield brings offensively, but again. Georgia brings the mail defensively. I think that that's going to be an interesting matchup. And also to see how Oklahoma can stop the run. Oklahoma had a lot of shootout games, a lot of big scoring games. Their defense is just, you know, I think above average, but not awful. So let's see how they stop the run. I know and one of the keys in Oklahoma, if you can stop the run, you can stop Georgia. Um, so, so that's something that we got to keep our eyes on for this game. 
I can't wait for this game. I think it's going to be amazing. And also, I uh, just want to say thank you very much to Georgia for giving Mark Rick back to Miami because it feels so good to say that Miami is finally off the mat and should be good to, uh, for years to come. But speaking about uh, not awful, we could also say from the opposite side, awful is the Chicago Bulls. Do you see now, you know, they brought in Doug Collins in here, but they still got Gar Foreman, still John Paxson. What is your thoughts here about Fred Hoiberg? Is he going to keep his job throughout the season or what What are you hearing out of uh, Bulls camp? What I'm hearing out of Bulls camp is that there was a feeling that uh, in the offseason that the Bulls could have fired Fred Hoiberg, but someone in the front office decided that that wasn't the, the right thing to do. Um you know, it's funny how the Bears and the Bulls kind of marry each other in this regard. Um, <laughs> the Bears kind of hit the reset button, and the Bulls mm. are doing the same. And so with Fred Hoiberg, it's not necessarily all his fault that the team is, okay. is without Jimmy Butler, without Dwayne Wade, without mm-hmm. Rajon Rondo. Mm-hmm. This is an organizational um, issue in which they felt they got tired of being mediocre, and so they wanted to be able to kind of blow up the team and kind of reset itself. And um, and so Fred is going to be in that job, I would say, at least for another year. Okay. Um, the direction of the team as a head coach is not the issue. The issue is the front office. Um, and also, when it comes to the front office, Jake, you have to realize that mm-hmm. because of the, the Bulls are not in a position to be able to acquire quality free agents. I'm talking about A-list now, and I'm talking about Hall and the downside of his career. I'm talking about right. the free agents. Uh, that's an organizational problem. That's not on Fred Hoiberg. So mm-hmm. when we get to the next offseason, next couple offseasons, and you look at your free agent list and say, you know, I really think the Bulls should go after this guy. And then that particular player goes to Oklahoma City, goes to the Lakers, goes to, you know, wherever, goes to Cleveland and Charlotte, wherever. You're going to say, well, why, how come Chicago is that desirable? Well, then you can look at the front office. And again, that, that supersedes anything the coach is doing. Organizationally, if you're not appealing, free agents won't come. So that's the, the bigger issue than even Fred Hoiberg as head coach. Excellent stuff as always. Final question. You teach at Illinois Media School in Lombard, Illinois. You're at their campus. Uh, you know, there's a lot of future broadcasters out there having a little difficulty trying to get their next gig here. What kind of advice can you give to the audience that will help you, you know, keep from having those big time downs to gain those good ups? Well, I, I think that the one thing is that you don't quit. Um, you know, I think that anybody that stays in it to win it, uh, those are going to be the successful broadcasters or those who stay in the industry. Um, I always suggest for any broadcaster to be, to be good at everything. Uh, you cannot just short yourself and believe that I'm only good at television, I'm only good at radio, I'm only good on the internet. you got to be good at everything because uh, when it comes to hiring, uh, your resume speaks for itself. If you are good at a lot of different things, uh, then you'll be appealing to some job. If you're just a TV person, you're looking for TV jobs, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a radio job that's available, you say, well, I'm a TV. Well, that doesn't help. So I think that in this industry today, you have to be good at everything and be well-rounded and uh, and definitely not be af- and never be afraid to be able to do something that you don't like, um, especially in, our, in this industry. So I think that that's He loves what he does. He is Mr. Versatile. He is Jonathan Hood, co-host of the syndicated Dickerson and Hood. You can catch it across the country on ESPN Radio. 
his show on ESPN 1000 here in Chicago, Sirius XM, and the color commentator for the University of Illinois Chicago Flames basketball team. Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll definitely talk to you soon. All right, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right, well, that's uh, it's Jonathan Hood. Great stuff. Put me in my place about the Chicago Bulls. Coming up, I'm going to tell you why this quarterback is not getting enough love. That's all coming up next. This is Turning Points on Audio Boom.